What's going on, everybody? Julie Murphy here, and I have been a financial planner for over 25 years, and I have learned we work things out and we act it out through our money, through our health, and through our relationships. And Rita here is my relationship expert. She is, and this is why we're here, because when we fix it on the money side, then it acts out in our relationships or our health. And so we want to bring you tips and tools for you to get to the next place. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button, like, and notification bell. And please share this because there is a lot of relationship suffering going on these days with all the other layers going on in the world. So the more we can get Google to pick this up, the better off we will be as a community, as a world, as a country, as a state, whatever it is. <laughs> and... Rita and I decided we're going to talk about that. You really do, as do we, train people how to treat us. And it's going back to going to the inside. <laughs> Rita, oh, thanks absolutely. again for coming this week. Yeah. So what do you think about the training people and how to treat us? Well, I think that's uh, what women have been doing and men have been doing. Am I freezing up? Cause it looks like I'm freezing up a little yep. bit. Yeah. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Am I still okay? A little glitchy. We can hear hmm. you though. Okay. Well, let's start with that. I'm not yep. quite sure why it's glitching up, but um, what happens is men treat women, how to treat them and women treat men, how to treat them back. And so what's our dynamic? The dynamic is, is, a lot of people are coming out as bullies. Right. And as they come out as bullies, they train people to respect them and to tiptoe around them and to walk on eggshells and to mm -hmm. make everything nice for them and, right. and, you know, and pat them on the back. And, and then when we do that, when we say it's okay by accepting that behavior, it's training them that it's okay. Right. Even if it's not fair, even if it's not right, you know, most people are working on a human level and they're going to and they're working unconsciously. Right. They're always doing things from their unconscious mind. And so right. until we stop them and say, no, this isn't OK or no, I'm not tolerating this anymore. Most people are going to continue to do exactly what you've allowed them to do, not because right. they're bad people, but no, because they're just playing the role. They're just playing the world. Why wouldn't they? You know, if somebody's handing out money on the street and you need money, then yep. you're going to keep going to that person. I remember watching this thing once. It was the weirdest thing. It was uh, this guy on a street corner who pinned all of these dollar bills to himself. And he put a sign that said free money, you know. Nice. So he, put, he pinned all these dollar bills or taped them or whatever and said free money. And people would come down the street. And they would, you know, take money off of them. And it was so interesting watching the different people who would take how much money and how much they would take. And, you know, you'd have these people. And, yes, it's a little stereotypical, but you'd have, like, these 20-something guys who would <laughs> go up and they'd, like, take half. The and then you'd have these women that would come right. up. And they would take like one dollar bill or two and then they'd walk away and see that nobody yelled at them. And so they'd come back and take like a couple more. Right. But, you know, they'd make sure that they, you know, that it was, it was okay. And this is just what people do. 
if we get wrong and we're unfair, people are unconsciously following their own human nature. And if you don't call them on it, then they, they continue to be a jerk. And usually when you yeah. call them on it, they react in some way. Like, um, I can't believe that you wouldn't let me do that. And that's <laughs> I can't believe you wouldn't let me take all of your money. You know, but that's, that's what people do because they don't like, they're not comfortable being called on their own selfishness and their own self-absorbed, you know, because they know behavior. it. They absolutely they know, know exactly it. what they're doing. They're just seeing I if they can get away with it. It's funny that you say that. So years ago, I had this friend that um, whenever we went out, she always like pulled out of her wallet exactly like $10.91 to pay for her, you know, bag of chips and beer or whatever it was. Like she always pulled out exactly the amount that it cost for the thing. And so after a few years, I was like, and I, I always just put my credit card down and said, okay, I took her cash and I put the card down. And the two of us always went out. We were two single chicks. We went out every weekend and this is what we did. And um, the one day I was like, I ordered steak and potatoes. I like, and we, ha I ordered the best wine and she goes to pull her money out. And I looked at her and I go, you know what? You're picking up today for all the times over the last couple of years that you've screwed me out of tax and tip. And she looked at me, she goes, okay. And she paid it. Right. People just sort of follow their natural human nature, seeing right. if they can get away with things. And if you don't stop them. Right. Right. And they'll continue. And totally. it was it was super interesting. I When I was going through massage school, there was this guy, this creepy guy in class, you know, and we all had to take turns working with each other. And, you know, we've known each other for you know six months at that time. And I'm on a table and he's trying to massage me. And I'm getting freaking creeped out. This is the first time he'd ever worked on me. And I'm like, <laughs> and, you know, he's massaging me like, <laughs> And so, you know, the part of me said, well, you just have to suck it up and endure it, you know, even though you feel creeped out. But I didn't. I stopped, you know, right. and I stopped him and I and I said, you know what, I'm going through something. It's not personal, um, but I need to stop this. And of course, he was a little offended, like, oh, you know, what did I do? You know, I couldn't say because you're a creepazoid. So... <laughs> <laughs> so I go to the owner of the school, this woman named Althea. Oh, it's mm -hmm. awesome. She was an herbalist. She was an acupuncturist. She did mystery school in the back. Mm -hmm. She was like a high priestess of Kabbalah. And her husband was like high up in the Masons. And, you know, it was this cool little hippie school in <laughs> Chicago. But I, I admired her, you know. She was right. like, she was the bomb. So I went up to her and I said, hey, Althea, this happened. So what's your suggestion? And this is what she said. Great advice. When you allow someone to victimize you, you turn them into a victimizer. And that's, that's not fair because most of us do not. Your friend did not want you to think of her as a, you know, as a cheap, tight wad. Right. She didn't. She didn't want that, but she thought she was just stuck in her own stuff. Yes. She was yes. absolutely. It was all her fear that she wasn't going to have enough money. She wasn't going to be able to pay her bills, and it it honestly had zero to do with me. And I can see that now, you know. But at the time, I was just like, you know, I was just being myself. I'm like, hey, 
we're not doing this anymore. Like when I finally recognized that this was a pattern and then it's funny through the years from a money perspective, I have decided to like really um, coach clients in terms of like, are you the person that goes out and puts the credit card down and everybody else is like, watch how much you are actually paying the majority of the bill and watch who never gives into the table of money. They just wait for everybody else to fix it and figure it out. And time and time again, when I've coached clients, like this is what they see. They start to see what that pattern is that they've never seen before because they've actually stepped into a place of being the observer of the behaviors as opposed to right in in it and just playing the role that you're used to playing because of your subconscious mind and how you're responding to the world around you. Oh, yeah. And so I have a rule of thumb for myself. I figure anytime I swear in my head, it means that I'm dysregulated. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> it's, you know, it's my cue. If you know your cues, you can course correct really fast. So, yeah, you know, right. let's say I'm in the shower and I'm swearing in my head and I go, oh, look, I'm swearing. That means I need to do something about this. My <laughs> My quick fix is I'll start saying things like, I'm standing in the shower. My feet are on the ground. I feel water hitting my skin. I feel the warmth of the steam. I'm breathing in air. I do it when I'm driving too, you know, like if drivers irritate me. Right. I get super duper present and in my body. And what it does is it unplugs you from your unconscious patterns and it gets you really present fast so that right. you can see things so that you can see that people aren't paying the bill and that they do it for a long time and you need to say something. Right. Yeah. You know? that's but we tend to, yeah, we tend to teach bullies that it's okay to bully us, you know, and that needs mm -hmm. to stop. I, um, I've been hearing from a lot of women lately who, you know, 20, they've been married for 40 some years and 20 some years ago, they just accepted the fact that this was the way that it is you know, and went on with their life and, you know, continued doing what they did. And then now 20 years later, their husband's like, hey, we need counseling. And she's like, I gave up on you, you know, 20 years ago. I've, I've made a life for myself. That's fine. But, the, but what we do right. as women is we shut up, we get resentful, and we cut ourselves off from our relationship energetically and emotionally. And then we, you know, we just we disassociate from it, but that's not good for the relationship. Right. That's not good for the long term. If you don't hold the people in your life accountable to treating you the way that you want to be treated, they're going to keep treating you that way. They're going to keep being a bully. They're going to well, keep, they're going to keep you. the role that your soul needs them to play until you step into your power. Yeah. Yeah. Reminds right. me of, you know, college kids that just, you know, take advantage of their parents. You know, you bring the laundry home every you know every time and mom's no. always feeding you cash and you know that's fine but after a certain age we all need to grow up and not get stuck in that oh woe is me I have nothing because that's not true right well and it, that, that's true for even your relationship with your siblings like I cannot tell you how many times particularly when it comes to the money like you know I've helped people close out their parents pass away and um, then, you know, you've, you've all gone your own lives 
And then the parent passes away. And then all of a sudden you all go right back to the roles that each of you played and how you showed up for each other. And you thought that you went away from it because you moved on with your life. And, and really the pattern is exactly still there. So like when that money has to be divvied up and when all that's going on, you haven't fixed your relationship problem. And, you know, I'm reminded of like, like the client will say like, well, I'm the oldest and it's all on my shoulders now and I got to take care of it because mom and dad made me the executor and, or I have the baby of the family going, oh, they still think I'm the baby of the family. I don't know anything about anything. And despite the fact that I have a PhD right now, you know, it's very interesting in how we go back to those roles over and over and over again. And really we're meant to like step in and disrupt those patterns and going, no, how are you going to step in your power? And you know, if you're the baby of the family, how are you going to step in and show them that? And whether they get it or not is a whole different story, but you just step into who you are and the power that you are. And maybe it's about like, oh, they're still in their neuroses of trying to control everything being the oldest. So you can either let them or not, you know, you just have to get what you need emotionally out of like your parents passing, whatever that is, you know, and, and I've coached people to really try to be in that observer state, you know, to observe their siblings doing those things. And, and, you know, cause part of the work that we're meant to do is to just hold the space, hold that safe container and, you know, hold boundaries, but, and allow and accept the things that arise because you can't control other people. You can't. You can only right. control yourself. Right. And it's, it's, I have a friend of mine who likes to blow things up. And, you know, I used to have a real problem with that. Like you keep blowing things up. Right. But what happens when you blow things up, when, when you stand there and you tell exactly what you're thinking and feeling, when you have emotions, when you are authentic and real and struggle, not be above everything and better right. than everything. But when you're right. down being a human being like everybody else, mm-hmm. you gain a lot of compassion for yourself, but so you true. also change those patterns. You know, right. it doesn't matter whether it's fair or whether it's right. It matters how it feels to you. And that's a right. real mind shift. Mind, yeah, yeah. Because we're taught to be nice no matter what. Women are taught to be nice. And not Stay to blow things up. Stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if not you're not nice, you're called off. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not healthy. It's not healthy to constantly no. give up your own needs for everybody else. And maybe it's right. the Catholic ideal, you know, but it's, but you're going to have a lousy relationship and you're going to waste your life. And then you're going to be 60, 70, 80, 90 years old and wondering why you, you know, you don't have a connection with anybody and you don't have friends. It's because you didn't have the courage to be real. Oh, that is, you know what, Rita? I know we're doing a short one today, but I feel like that's mm-hmm. the ending note of today is mm-hmm. find the courage to be real. Mm-hmm. Because right now, you not only need that like air, like anyone who's watching as well as Rita and myself, but the world needs you to show up in the most real version of who you are because you have gifts that the world needs. And if you don't show up as the real you, 
then everything suffers around you, you know, and, and the real you is not negotiating yourself away or like, I have a lot of givers that will sit there and say, well, I'm a giver and that's just not going to change. And I'm like, but you're giving because you're want seeking love or approval or, you know, it's not, that's, that's not that Oprah thing. Yeah. That's that Oprah thing I was talking to you about. Did I talk about it on camera? I don't know. Okay. Okay. So I was watching this thing with Brene Brown because I'm studying women's mindsets of successful, powerful women. So she did a living bravely, you know, uh, interview with Oprah, which is really cool. Like in 2016 mm -hmm. and in, uh, Oprah had read Gary Zukov's book years before when she realized that she was giving everybody money and giving everything to everybody and that they keep coming back for more and more and more. Give me more. Give me more. And she was appalled. Like, why would you? Why? I just gave you a million dollars and now you want another million. What is your problem? And she realized that because her intention was to get along, to be nice with people, to get people to like her, of course they did. And of course they would come and want more from her. But, you know, if she was going to say yes when she really meant no, who wouldn't go to that person? Oh, they'll always say yes. Even if right. they don't want to, they'll do it. They'll be there. They'll do it. You know, and yeah, maybe you'll find a place in heaven, but you'll be miserable on earth because everybody's taking advantage of you and not appreciating you. And only when we step into our own personal power and hold people accountable for right. the interactions in the relationship um, will the world get better. Because how we deal with our personal relationships is how we are, um, how the world is setting itself up. Polarized, right. bully versus victim, you know, people right. not standing up for themselves. That's, you know, all so of that true. abuse. Right. right. And, and it's time for that all to stop. It's time for, yeah. so if, if all of us just really showed up in our loving authenticity, we wouldn't have near the stuff going on right now that's going on. No worries. Yes. yes, I agree. We'd have a way healthier society. Right. Well, I have to hop off today. And Rita, so tell everybody how they find you. They can find me at ritahickmancoaching.com and, um, on Monday, January 17th, I'm doing a five-day free meditation challenge, and they can show up anytime they want. But every day, we're going to do one 15-minute video with one action item for the day. And by the end of the five days, people should have a meditation practice that builds their brain, that calms down their nervous system, that keeps them from freaking out, um, a regular practice that keeps them grounded. Even if they hate meditating, they've never meditated, because women meditate differently than men. Yep. So I want to teach everybody on this free challenge. So they can find me on Facebook. Just look up Rita Hickman. All my information's there. And um, and they can find out about the challenge by looking on my page and, and uh, deciding awesome. to join. We've got over, you know, something like 120 women in the group already. A unique challenge every year. And um, so it should be a fun time next week. Good stuff. And again, uh, you can get my book, Awaken Your Wealth, for free. Um, you just have to pay for your own shipping. And the link is right below, awakenyourwealthbook.com. And if you need help one-on-one -on -one for a financial consulting appointment, uh, in, you can email info at JMC Wealth. And please don't forget to hit that subscribe, like, and notification bell. And please share this so that more people 
can actually get the help that they need because a lot of relationships are having some challenges these days. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, Julie. Bye.